This episode of the Leadership Voices podcast is brought to you by Intel in collaboration with GovExec's Studio 2G. Defending against growing threats to government cybersecurity requires a proactive end-to-end approach rooted in hardware. This trusted infrastructure lays the foundation to help protect every digital point from edge to network to cloud. Intel hardware-enabled security technologies support solutions for data security and privacy. Learn more about how Intel can help your agency build a more secure foundation at intel.com government. There's a lot of discussion these days about what the next few months and years will bring for government when it comes to the workforce and serving constituents. And while we look out at an uncertain future that many are calling the next normal, agencies need to not only consider where staff and constituents will be, but also how they'll be protected and in what will most certainly be a more digital future. So what are today's top security challenges? What do agencies need in terms of infrastructure in order to ensure staff and constituents stay secure through an uncertain future? And how can federal agencies work alongside industry to ensure that they're best positioned to take on the ongoing quest for security through the next normal? That's what we'll talk about in this episode of GovExec Leadership Voices podcast. I'm your host, Constance Sayers, president of GovExec. To get to the heart of security in the next normal, we're speaking with Intel Federal's Chief Technology Officer, Steve Oren. Steve, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, happy to be here. So coming out of the pandemic, the federal government is certainly facing a more digital world than ever before. So what does Intel see as some of the top security challenges facing government these days? So that's a great question, Constance. And I think it really comes down to three key things. We're seeing a level of sophistication in the attacks that the adversaries are taking to the government. We're seeing an increase in the surface area and the number of things that have to be secured. And that is only increased now that we are looking at the new normal of securing telework and remote workers. So just to dive in a little deeper, when we think about the kind of threats that are targeting the federal government and state and local governments today, when you look at the news, it seems to be ransomware is all the rage. Ransomware attacks have been targeting critical infrastructure, a variety of industries, and state, local, and federal governments. A recent Deloitte study said that we're seeing an increasing amount of federal, state, and local governments being targeted by ransomware beyond just the normal attacks that we've seen in healthcare and in other industries. At the same time, the sophistication of the hacker and of the organized crime and nation states that are being deployed has increased significantly. This past year, we saw the SolarWinds attack, which is a very sophisticated, long-lived campaign to get deep within government and industry networks. And that is only the tip of the iceberg. We continue to see these kinds of attacks targeting the supply chain, targeting a variety of different systems, go after federal government, state and local government, and the broader critical infrastructure industries. And then finally, as you mentioned, with the new normal, Federal agencies and state local governments are all trying to figure out how do we secure and better secure for the long term the remote teleworker and be able to secure the systems that they're running on, as well as the access to services that they need to do their jobs, both on site and remotely. So why isn't software alone enough to address security needs like the ones you identified? It really comes down to a couple key things when we think about why isn't software good enough. First and foremost, when you're deploying your set of security controls and your software controls in order to protect the systems, the networks, and the cloud infrastructure, 
you have to recognize you need to build on a hardware foundation. Why? Because if you have a secure foundation, you can then secure it all the way up the stack. Hardware provides that hardware root of trust upon which you can build your layers of security for a fence and depth approach. And it's also the foundation of how you deploy a zero touch architecture. But to really get out the heart of the issue, it really comes down to where the attackers are going. Malware and ransomware are obviously looking at ways to be persistent and to be stealthy within the environment. And oftentimes they will go deep within the operating system, underneath the operating system or the virtualization stack in order to hide from your common security controls. This is where hardware really shines because malware can't hide from the hardware it runs on. New features in the CPU can detect malware where the OS and tools and technologies that are running at the OS can't see. And so working with that security ecosystem, you can now give those software tools the visibility they don't have today to be able to see deep within the architecture, see how different processes are running on a given platform and thus detect and detect faster the next ransomware or advanced campaign that is happening by the malware writers. That's really interesting. And then beyond developing better hardware security, what is Intel doing to advance security needs of the public sector? So it really comes down to a couple of key things that Intel is doing beyond just developing better hardware. And it starts with in that ecosystem enabling, making sure that the broad ecosystem of software providers, both in the cloud, um, security tool vendors, operating systems are able to take advantage of and have built in the ability to take advantage of those hardware features. But for the broader community, it's taking it a step further and driving standards and driving, driving industry alliances and industry uh, consortia in order to deliver better security to the ecosystem and to the end customer. Whether that be advances like confidential computing and working to give the cloud better tools and technologies to protect data throughout all of its life cycle to the other end of the spectrum of being able to advance security protocols at the edge for IoT devices, like recently joining the FIDO Alliance and a driving an adoption of an IoT protocol to really help onboard and secure IoT devices that are proliferating throughout the enterprise today. Finally, the next generation networks are coming. We've heard 5G all the time, and that next generation network, 5G and 6G, which comes after, need to have security built in, not bolted on. And so Intel has been partnering with the National Science Foundation, with the broader ecosystem of carriers and technology providers to make sure that next generation of wireless technologies is secure from the get-go. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Steve, thanks again for joining us. Well, it was great to be here. Thank you. And thanks to our listeners of this episode of Leadership Voices. The Leadership Voices podcast is a production of GovExec in collaboration with Intel. If you like this episode, subscribe on Apple iTunes or go to govexec.com forward slash podcasts for more insights from industry leaders. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Leadership Voices podcast, brought to you by Intel in collaboration with GovExec's Studio 2G. Learn more about how Intel can help your agency create a trusted computing foundation for the next normal at intel.com slash government.